up everybody welcome to the podcast hope everyone's been having an awesome week so far happy tuesday what's up everybody thank you for tuning in what up penny all right, guys, tonight's podcast is going to be a very special one. We are going to be talking about the business side of Bearded Dragons with a good friend of mine, Robert, from Sapp- uh, from 7th Galaxy Dragons. Uh, what's up, Sapphire Dragons? I was trying to say 7th Galaxy and say what's up to Sapphire at the same time. What up, Jonas? What up, what up? All right, guys, before I get everybody on... Want to give a big shout out to all of our sponsors. We got Travis at Cool Dragons, Christy at JK Dragons, John at Extreme Dragons, Steven at Sapphire Dragons, Colin at Superfly Dragon Guy, Jason at High Desert Dragons, and Ryan at uh, Fryzy's Reptiles. All of these sponsors made the podcast possible tonight, so thank you guys. Um, all the merch coming out is going to be thanks to these guys. Um, also, I will be, uh, if you guys haven't seen, I'll be donating 10% of our Patreon income monthly to US ARC to do our part in supporting that. Bro, just a dragon surfing in the back. Yeah, it happens, guys. It happens. This is about that time. So uh, thank you to all my sponsors um, and everyone that is uh, subscribed to our Patreon we will be donating 10% of that to uh, U.S. ARC for all of you guys that don't know. Um, we're all being attacked right now. So, you know, go check check that out. This isn't what the podcast is about, about today, but uh, go check that out. Um, please support U.S. ARC. John from Extreme Dragons is going to be co-hosting with me tonight. Josh will not be here. He is a little busy. And we will have... Robert from Seven Galaxy Dragons, of course. What's up? There we go. All right, I got everybody in. You guys hear me? Does. Perfect. What about you, John? You hear everybody? Yeah, I can hear you guys. My uh, screen's just a little dirty here. Hang on. You look a little foggy over there, bro. No. It's kind of moist. Why is it so moist over there? Moist. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what's up, Robert? Um, thanks up? for uh, coming on the podcast today. And uh, you want to introduce your young, your youngsters? Yes. So, what's going on, everybody? My name is Robert with Seven Galaxy Dragons, and I'm gonna go ahead and let them introduce themselves. All right. My name is Daniel. I'm 16. Well, my name is Adrian, and I'm 14. Hi, guys. Thank you for coming on the podcast today. Um, so you guys are located in, um, Florida, correct? Yes, sir. Yes. We're in Miami, Florida. Nice and cold over here. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's pretty cold out here too. To be honest, people think like California is sunshiny and perfect, but right now it sucks. I was just kidding. It was about 85, almost 90 degrees today. So, (laughs) Oh, you got me. Yeah. Pulled that <laughs> and, uh, off. It was terrible over here. Yeah, we get about All right, guys. Maybe one or two days of winter here, and I'm talking about 60 degrees, and then everybody here is looking like Eskimos, bringing out their snow gear, and it's like only 60 degrees. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so I wear shorts all year round, uh, cold or not, snow or not. Like, I just – that's – I always have worn shorts all year round. So I don't like the cold time because it's extra cold. Uh, It's usually cold on a warm day with shorts on. All right, guys. Uh, So I got a few questions uh, real quick before we get started. How can people find 7th Galaxy Dragons? You guys got Instagram, um, Facebook, Morph Market. How can they find you? So everything you just mentioned, we have uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, we have 
TikTok, which is something that we've been getting into lately. Um, we did acquire Seventh Galaxy Dragons, and they already had all that. That's one of the things that we loved about them, that they already have a lot of followings in different social medias. Yeah. And, um, and they were very, very big on showing everybody and teaching everybody um, what dragons are all about. They only focus on dragons, which is something that we also focus on only. So my kids have, you know, a few other reptiles, but as far as our main, main goals is just dragons only. Nice. And you guys have uh, your own website, correct? Uh, SeventhGalaxyDragons.com? Correct. Correct. Yes. Nice. So when did, uh, I, and you, all three of you guys can um, give an answer to this question too. When did you guys start keeping reptiles? Well, they were born already into reptiles because <laughs> I've been reptiles since I was 10. So, you know, that's the, that's the truth. I've, um, I've always loved reptiles. When I met my wife, she literally, when she, she came to visit me at my apartment, I had about eight snakes. I had leopard geckos. I had bearded dragons. My nightstand were different um, from my nightstands. The camps I had were my reptile enclosures. But, <laughs> I bet you yeah. love that. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> again. Yes, what was that? You're like the she's like the night stand stinks again. Oh no, she she made when she moved in. She, like that's it, it was over. <laughs> so yeah. Oh that. Um, so what made you um, decide to go in business with bearded dragons? I'll let you take this one. So. Um, they're an amazing animal. I can say that. They're an amazing animal, an amazing pet. Very, very fascinating uh, things to keep. But see, um, the way it really started, this one day, me and him have been keeping reptiles forever. But just one day, I came home from a reptile store, just, I, I, I fell in love with a bearded dragon that I had just had seen. And I just, I, it, it took so long to, to convince them to keep one. When we finally got it, just the whole family fell in love. And we just started discovering more and more about them. Um, those website, everything, everything. We just started discovering more and then we just fell in love and it just happened. <laughs> nice. So I think that's kind of how everybody, you know, eventually gets into it, right? They they buy one and fall in love with it, and then it ends up being 30. What was that, John? You kind of broke up. Yeah, you're breaking up there, buddy. Um, so when... When did you guys take over uh, Seventh Galaxy Dragons? Okay, so the way, just a little back, the way it started was we started um, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, here, come, come back in, John. All right. Um, so when did you guys uh, take over ownership of Seventh Galaxy Dragons? All right, so the backstory to it was we started going on. We they finally convinced me to say, Hey, we want to start breeding bearded dragons and we want to start doing this. So we started going on Morph Market and doing our own little things here and there. I want to say in September of last year, um, we found then we started saying we need enclosures. So we started looking and looking, and, and on Offer Up, we saw that there was somebody here locally in Miami that, um, well, that was selling the enclosures. So when I went to go see him, I didn't know it was Seventh Galaxy. He never mentioned it. And I had already been following Seventh Galaxy. So it was just like, a, oh, wow. So we just got into conversations. Honest, on up, you can't sell um, live animals. They don't allow you to. So it's not like he was, we were going over there with the intentions of buying a business. We were just going with intentions of buying his enclosures. So this was, a, this was late September. So I bought about six enclosures, some of the ones that you see behind us here. Then it's like, oh, I have, I have some, um, okay. creating um, the zero ones that are the highest, the highest thought off after it. So, okay, 
bought a, a female. Went back the next week, bought another male and female. And it just took off there. So as far as taking over the actual assets to the business, that was mid-October, right before Halloween. So it's been okay. about eight and a half months. So you went to buy some enclosures, bought a bearded dragon, then bought some more bearded dragons, and then bought the whole business. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, that that's that's a that's pretty awesome. You know, not too many times do you get uh, the the chance like that to take over such a uh, elaborate collection too. I know they were uh, really pumping out some awesome um, zeros there. We just um, was already selling a few on Morph Market. I believe he was forties when it came to um, his his business. He had like about forty breeds. Um, when we came in, he was at maybe fifteen. And, and then when we took over the company, we also took over um, the incubators. We took over the, the eggs that hadn't had. We took over some of the babies that he hadn't sold yet. So it was a good startup for us. Nice. So we gave you a, a little taste of everything. Uh, how much experience with Bearded Dragons did you guys uh, have before you took over? So as far as pets, we've had... I've had over over 20 years experience as, you know, as, as a pet, as a breeder, um, to be brutally honest, it we have the knowledge for the last two, three years, but there's nothing like being hands-on. Um, and the hands-on, honestly, when we were starting to collect these dragons so we can start breeding ourselves again, being able to buy seventh galaxy from Ryan, um, it just gave us that it, we went from zero to a hundred, you know, those cliches or a hundred real quick. But um, <laughs> but um, we also, you know, part of the part of the contract that we had with Ryan was that you know he could mentor us. I talked to Ryan today. He he's an amazing person. He really cares about these drafts. He had other offers, but he really didn't like them, so he didn't want to give the the name Seventh Galaxy to those guys. So it was it was almost like an interview process just to take over the name because he wasn't. <laughs> hey. When you build something up like that, you know, uh, except especially something so high quality that's so well known, you know, you don't want to just hand that over and watch it go into the garbage. You want to see, even if you're not the one making it succeed, it's still awesome to see someone else take what you built and build on that. Correct. So to, to, to finish on that question, we personally had as pets our own four bearded dragons. Again, never breeded them. But then it's basically doing everything that we were doing, multiply. And we're at about, not counting the babies that we have for sale, we're about 18 dragons right now. So nice. Yeah, we have, we have about 60 babies right now getting ready to pump out in the next month or so on the website. Was there anything you thought that was going to be easy that actually ended up being harder than it, uh, than you expected? What do you guys, what do you guys, what, what did you think was going to be actually pretty hard? The breeding part, the breeding part. What, what in detail? Um, I thought it was honestly just uh, breed them and hatch. I didn't know it was such a big process going into it. Yep. I think most people learn that the, the hard way. Okay. <laughs> most people are like yeah breeding bearded dragons is easy which compared to other uh reptiles it is relatively easy but it still isn't you know dummy proof you have to put some effort into it oh yeah these so for example these kids are like okay let's go ahead and start trying to breed these so um you'll see that you guys know Sometimes you try to breed a dragon and they just don't like each other or the male doesn't like the female or they're just not having it. And then they start going to attack the tail or they're just whatever, you know, and we would freak out because we always watch them. You know, we're not going to just leave them in a cage and just say, hey, hope for the best. Because we, as we studied, that can happen. Um, so you, they could pick and choose. Sometimes we've even had two females and a male and he'll choose the one that he likes. You know, and we have a rug here. We kind of do it more in the open. We don't put them in the cage. We let them come out of the cage. We let them have fun, which we do on a daily basis. And you'll know when he's interested, and you'll know when she's she's interested. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So when she is receptive and he's he's ready to go, it it, it happens like, bang. Uh, oh yeah. 
Yeah, the first time they saw it, they were like, that's it? That's what that – I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I've had trouble. I've had to hit up John. So John's my mentor. Whenever I need any help, this is the guy I hit up. So I'll be like, John, why is my dragon breeding? You know, and I had multiple problems. You know, it might be the female's too hot and the male's cold. You know, uh, they just – they aren't ready. Um, all kinds of weird – weird situation like you said sometimes they'll just never breed like you'll never get two dragons to pair sometimes that's just how it happens it'll never ever happen as much as you try that female either doesn't like him or he doesn't i mean usually it's not his fault because usually my males yep. like all the dragons it's the girl's fault yeah so we have we kind of came up with our so we have a saying here and for everybody out there and i'm sure it's something that everybody always says I'll, I'll let him explain exactly what's one of those things. Different roads can lead to same to the same destination. Yeah. So, long story short, like every the way we do things here at Seventh Galaxy Dragon doesn't necessarily be, mean it's the way of things. Every breeder out there does their way. I mean, they, they all work for everybody. Um, you guys are doing something that's that you would never do. You know, and again, it's again um, different roads leads to the same destination. Same thing. The many ways to skin a cat. So um, we're just here explaining to the way we do things. You get me. And one of the things we like to do is we like to keep males on the bottom tanks, and then when we're playing with the females, you can start seeing the males. Sometimes it's two of them. Sometimes it's only one. You can start seeing them bashing the the tank. So we're like, okay, we do it on purpose. So then we'll just open that enclosure and then. For some reason, that's the fastest way for them to breed. It's a setup are up here. Um, this guy's information, so we don't have him down there. But um, that's something that's kind of helped us out, like playing with the female floor, and then the guys, you'll start seeing who's being receptive, who's the one that wants it. That's cool. That's interesting. Different. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've had I've had you know a couple people tell me their ways like they'll get a male and and sh and flash the other male outside of his cage you know with the glass in between just to get him like you know hyped up and then and throw a female in his cage. Um, right. You know there's 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 all kinds of techniques. Uh, whatever works that gets the job done, like you said, to gets you to the end goal. That's all that matters as long as you're. You know, everyone's healthy at the end of the day, and you're getting eggs. Right? Yeah. Um, eggs, and, and, and one of the hard parts to finish that question, um, I've had them cry before because we had a successful clutch. And then, okay, you know, some people use the SIM container, which I know, Ryan, is what you use. Use the SIM containers with water only. Other people use the vermiculite. Other people use the perlite. You know, we've kind of tested all of our ways, you know. But in the beginning, we lost a couple of eggs due to molding or due to stuff, and then these guys were, like, bawling, crying. Oh, I can't believe it. This is something that you have to learn, that, you know, not every egg is going to be fertile, not egg, every egg is going to survive. It's just the way it's going to happen. It's You're not going to have, you know, 23 eggs, and then 23 eggs are all going to hatch at the end. Unfortunately, we all hope for that, but it's just something that doesn't happen. Sometimes it does, but sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, they're not all designed to hatch uh, from the get-go. So, like, in, in the wild, maybe, like, 5 to 10% of them would hatch anyway. So, most of them would even hatch. So, you having an 80 to 90% hatch rate is, you know, phenomenal. That's, that's exactly what you want. Um, so, you said you've tried multiple methods. What is the, uh, what is the one you like the best? I, I personally use um, uh, Perlite. So the one that we've kind of leaned towards to lately has been mixing perlite and vermiculite together. That's what I do. Yeah, and it's been it's been the one that's been the most successful. Again, it's only been three months, but you you should see. I'm already some of these females are in their fifth clutch. Um, I actually have a female. Incubator. And we've had a couple of them just hatch um, this past week. So it's been a, it's been a crazy it's been a crazy um, year since I mean from not year start to the year from October to now. Um, so it's been a lot of learning, a lot of calling Ryan on the phone, a lot of um, not not too much trial and error because we do have some with the water only, but we did see a little bit more molding on those. 
Um, so then I said, okay, let me see. I, want, I don't want this to happen. I want, so I started doing the permiculite only. Then I started reading. So I, I, and I've seen that the perlite with the permiculite has worked a lot more, like almost no mold. Nice, yeah. I, I haven't had uh, too much problem um, with my tegu eggs. Last year, I did get some that molded out. But for the most part, I haven't. But I also don't soak it in water. I mix it with gel cubes. And okay. I mix that with my vermiculite and right. uh, not, not my vermiculite with my perlite and that, uh, that keeps the moisture pretty well. But um, I did, I, I still have, you know, two eggs last year that, that didn't hatch and they were full term babies. When I cut them open, they were full term babies. It was crazy. So like I said, not all of them are, are designed to hatch. It was nothing I did. The baby just wasn't strong enough to, to finish the process. But it sounds like you guys are enjoying taking over the uh, the business so far. What aspects of the business are the kids um, more involved in? They do all the dirty work. <laughs> but they're doing all the cleaning. Yeah. yeah. So you can tell them walking through a, basic, uh, a, a schedule that we go through in the mornings and whatnot. So uh, we wake up, feed them, do all we have to do, clean their cages. Um, we sell them like we use the cages. No, I mean it's so they they basically get all the greens. The babies don't. The babies are mostly um, protein, but they get their veggies in the morning. Oh, it's lagging. Yeah. yeah there it is. There it is. But then they do help out with you know what kind of uh, substrate do you guys use? We use newspaper on everything. We don't have any, any substrate. Nice. So it's a little easier to clean. Yeah. Uh, my kids, they got to go with the shop vac and spot clean all the poops out of the sand. And then if the sand's too low, they got to get the big 50 pound bag and add sand to the cage. So right. you guys got to, you know, a little easier. Yeah, so that's good. That's nice. Um, the baby. So that's, a little bit quicker because we like to keep them a little bit, especially um, in the beginning, you keep them a little bit humid as you know, so the, the paper towels tend to soak the water and keeps it humid a little bit longer. But if you guys can enjoy cleaning up poop out of cages, then it just makes <laughs> everything else better because when you get that, that interaction with the dragon at the end of the day or whatever, it always makes it better, whatever reptile it is. Um, Yep. Except these legless lizards I got. These things are weird. <laughs> oh, you have them? Those are... I saw those for the first time the other day, and I was like, whoa, what is this? They're weird. Yeah, they just popped up. They're super weird. It looks like uh, that basilisk out of Harry Potter, but much smaller. Yeah. They're weird, though. People are like, it's a, it's a snake. I'm like, nah, dude, this thing definitely chews its food. It's... It's weird. Yeah. I'll, I'll send them plenty of videos to show you. It's, it's the most bizarre reptile there is out there. I feel bad for it because it looks like it's struggling most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so you said you started hatching babies and you're uploading them to your website. Um, how do you guys keep track of them and how has it been hard like uh so when you put one up on the website do you guys like put numbers on them color dots on them what is your way of organizing that mess so right now we have a lot of enclosures so we try to take really good detailed pictures um we are also starting we're still learning um but Eventually, we're going to have to start dotting them. I do have labels on them, how many are in there, you know, a whole bunch of little keynotes. Um, we're powered by Shopify, so Shopify helps us out with a lot of notes in the system, this, that, which enclosure are they in, um, things like that. But we try to keep um, – right now, what we've been doing is we've been separating them, and we've, we don't try to keep the ones that look like each other in the same enclosure. So we know, hey, this enclosure has five babies, and they all look different. I mean, so, and I know in the notes in the system, if someone buys that one, it says, okay, it's in baby rock number two. And then I just look at the different types of um, patterns or scales or morphs, and I know that it's that one. So, Dang, you guys are like super organized. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I, I tell so one of the main reasons why we why I do this to my kids and they're here and whatnot is because I'm I'm doing this for them. Like I already own three businesses. I'm already busy enough, and I told them, hey, look, we're gonna sit down and write a contract. You guys are gonna do most of the work. I'm obviously gonna foresee everything. I'm obviously gonna make sure that it's in the benefit of them. But honestly, like having these young guys, I also have two other kids that probably help even more than these people. These guys right here, <laughs> because my daughter three years old and she is a hell of a she knows every braided dragon by name she helps me <laughs> princess i'm gonna start my own youtube just with her like it's like you know there's like the princess and the frog i'm gonna see the princess and the dragon or whatever but, uh, <laughs> she is very very knowledgeable for a three-year-old and i think it's just cool but um besides that that's how that's how we kind of label it i i teach them organization is the key to success and i th I, I do that with any business that we have so I try to teach them, hey, look, let's take the pictures together. It's going to go here. It's going to go there. So that way it's a lot easier. I sit there and see 20 bearded dragons and hope that this is the one that that person bought. And I, so we try to make it easy. Uh, so what about you guys? Do you, um, this is for the, the younger kids, uh, do you guys think um, it's been easy or harder than you originally expected? And... Um, what do you want to see in the future from the business? Um, I feel like at the beginning, it was a little more difficult since we were a little bit new to this. Since we both play, me and him are throughout the week busy with school, sports, everything. So it, it was a little bit harder to maintain our time. But then when once you like make a schedule for, oh, we're going to feed them. Gonna give, we're gonna bathe them. We're gonna do all of this. It, it gets easier. It gets easier. It's just that was just the hardest part of it at the beginning, having time, you know, maintain. Do you think it helped you out? You know, with other things going on in your life, like you said, you're in sports. You got school going on. Does it help you stay um, more organized with that stuff as well? Yeah. Uh, what, what sports are you guys in? Just just curious. I play basketball and football. Nice. Those are the only two sports I've... Oh, I did wrestling, too. But those, those are the best ones. Baseball is too hard. I'm, I've got good eyes. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Uh, and then... Um, do you guys have a favorite more? I know Seventh Galaxy was super known for the Zero Morph, but were you guys like super passionate about Zero Morphs when you took over the business, or um, is there something else that you guys super like and maybe uh, is in the future for Seventh Galaxy? Yes. Uh, for the most part, we were really, from what we knew, the the zeros were like are more of interesting ones that we're more interested in. But then when we started learning about more Morris and new Morris, my personal favorite, I like leatherbacks. I like leatherbacks. That's my personal favorite. I like the leatherbacks. My personal nice. favorite, he likes Wibblets. <laughs> Do you guys like uh, the Reds or anything? Yeah, yeah the Reds, yeah. yeah. So they made me go all out with this one. This one wasn't by Galaxy, but I promised them that I was going to get it for them if they worked hard. So nice. And here's Ruby. Yeah, so she has. She's just completely red and no patterns. Obviously, she's a. Uh, is it a whiplets or just no pattern? No, it's just no pattern. It's not a whiplets. It is. It is a. It's a visual trans. Um, do you guys prefer uh, like hypo, hypo trans? Um, no, it was just a. It was just a patternless. Yeah. Do they have a website? Yes. Yes, 7thGalaxyDragons.com. 
Yeah. Also, just so you guys know, I'm going to upload all of that into the um, description of when this gets uploaded to YouTube, the link to all of their stuff, their YouTube, their website, Instagram, everything else that they have will be um, uploaded in the description so you guys can find them. Uh, is there, I'm sure there's a ton, ton of questions. I'm sorry, guys. I've been terrible about the... The comment section. Babies and dots and patterns is no joke. Yeah, yeah, you guys stay pretty organized. I'll tell you that about the babies because, man, the way I do it, I, I have to literally separate them by themselves. So they're in their own enclosure when they get uploaded to the website. And I can't upload that many. I'll do like three. Yeah, I only do like a handful at a time. Yeah, so what we spoke about, we haven't done it yet, but we know that like this week we have another 40 that are going to be starting to hatch. And then next week we have, like, it was just back to back to back. So um, we kind of already have a game plan where each enclosure, each baby enclosure is going to have five to six dragons. And then we already have the, the markers, non-toxic guys. <laughs> so I don't want to hear it. But all the markers, so let's say each enclosure is going to have six different colors. So we're going to have enclosure number one. The black one, okay. Enclosure number two, the green one. But each enclosure is going to have the same amount of bearded dragons, and each of them are going to have their um their own color. If if we get bigger, then we have a plan B. We can have dots, three dots. Everybody has their own way of doing things, but I think that's the way that they came up with, and I came up with to have the the best. You know, put the note in the system. This baby that just sold enclosure number three, color red. Boom. Okay, cool. So when you originally um, bought the business, how many eggs came with it? So the business, I want to say it was 30-something, 30 32. Yeah, there was, you guys only got 32 eggs or 32 clutches? No, no, we only got 32 eggs. That's it, because he was already, he's already he was already starting to sell. He was already starting to, to let go. We did get a couple of pregnant females. So those started, um, those started laying while they were here. Um, and as far as actual babies, we only got, I believe, five. Babies, it was there were one blood and, and zeros or or three babies or something like that. Yeah. The big uh, thing we cared about when we bought the business was the actual name, like the assets, the, the digital assets. Because everything else we bought, we bought little by little. At the very end is when I came up with the idea, hey, since you're gonna close the company down, do you mind selling your your digital assets, your Instagram, your Facebook, your YouTube, all these things? And that's when we came up with a, a deal. And then we started throwing in all the little leftover things that he had. So that's when I kind of became, you know, a little bit more serious. And again, Ryan is a cool person. So he took into consideration how much money we had already spent. Like he was, he was cool with it. Plus he loved the idea that mo he, he saw, like he, they came on, on every trip with me, the enclosures. Like I literally, when I say I, 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 it's not that I'm putting him, don't think that I'm that bad dad that I'm putting them to slave work is that this is actually happening because of them. Like I, I'm here with them. But I'm out, my mind is somewhere else also when it comes to other businesses. So I wouldn't be able to do this by myself if it wasn't for them. And I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for them. Oh, John, they're getting you bad in the comments, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, what do you, what? like, I, I don't know. I've already seen like three people or at least at least one person for sure wants to get adopted by you guys because like it's pretty cool to have an entire business for uh, reptiles at your guys's age. But um, what? How do you guys feel about that? Like, was it was it cool? Did you guys know anything about Seventh Galaxy before you um, purchased the business? Uh, you, I think your dad said he did, but what about you guys? What did you know about them? Well, we all we knew was we were getting cages. That's all we knew. We didn't know the whole business. <laughs> we didn't know the whole business was coming. We didn't know everything was coming. We just knew we were getting cages until one day, I believe we were on the you were picking stuff from school. Mm -hmm. And then he just popped the question like, Oh, how would you guys feel about having a business? We're like, Oh my god, that's that would be amazing. Well, not really. So they already knew they were gonna get into their business, but again we were starting a business where, okay, we were buying some babies, we were buying some three months old. So little by little, we can raise them. And then in a year from now, but that year turned into a month. So it was like, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> hit fast forward on them real quick. 
John, you got any questions? I don't want to take over too much. Um, there was, you asked a two-part question earlier, and um, I think, I think we, you only focus on one about what they, I don't know if they answered it, maybe, uh, what they thought was going to be easier about the business aspect of it. Uh, oh, uh, so are you talking about what was something you guys thought was going to be hard that ended up being easy? Yeah, or vice versa. I think about the business aspect, though. Gotcha. Go ahead. Uh, you answered the whole scheduling, and that's it. That's all you're focused on. Like, what else? What do you think was going to be hard? If it's easy, or what do you think it's going to be was easy? It's actually hard. Believe it or not, the cleaning. It's 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 not that we don't like the cleaning. It's we don't like the smell and all that. But <laughs> the, the cleaning, the cleaning, <laughs> cleaning is easy. Uh, it's not that bad. Especially what do you newspaper and all that. Pretty. Easy. Yeah. It's easy when you have newspaper. What do you guys Why think you talk? you're you're dealing with clients? All right. Yep. Like dealing with your clients and, and customers and that, that part of the business. What do you guys what's like the uh what's the feeling so far? Well, so as far as the business side of things and as far as emails and things like that, I haven't really let them get into it. They shadow me. I'm training them, but I feel like this is also I I have to give it to the 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 person that's going to receive these beautiful animals that they need to get the highest customer service out there, and they're not ready for that right now. Okay. Uh, so because at the end of the day, this is Seven Galaxy Dragons, and this is something that I need to continue to do and, and give these people um, what they have seen for years. So I've taken that part. I, I make sure that all the pictures are not saturated. All the pictures are what you're going to get. I try to, a lot of people do this, but I try to take pictures with my hands so you can see that we're not messing around with the photos. You know, we've never got a complaint where it says, hey, this, that. Um, if it has, for whatever reason, which happens to everybody, a nip the nail or a nip tail, it's going to say it on there, hey, it has this. Um, we're not here to, to, to just make the money because, yes, the money's great because we need to feed these animals and, you know, profit margins are not always 100% there. But um, the fact that they're learning the business is what I care about more. But as far as the taking the pictures, doing this, doing that, the business side of things, it is a little bit more tedious, and I kind of take most of it on my own. They, they're basically my assistants when it comes to that part of the stuff. Like, hey, let's hold the bearded dragons. Let's soak them. Let's do this. Let's take the pictures, all those type of things. But it is it – is, running away or they're doing this and you don't want to treat them also bad because they're not doing what you want them to do so you as a person have to be patient like you have to say okay you know this is not something i'm going to just grab 20 dragons i'm going to take pictures and in 10 minutes it's going to be over with like no this is a three-hour project just to get yeah. some <laughs> you know, yeah. we have to sit there and, and and put them in the correct cages and do this and do that so it it, it, it is something that as for me i thought it was going to be easier but it's actually a lot harder so i've had to adapt and say hey look now it's going to be from nine o'clock at night to ten no it's from nine to twelve o'clock that i'm doing all these things you know but luckily it's not like it's an everyday thing so we kind of say hey this is the day we're going to take pictures this is the day that we're going to nice yeah what else? What else did you guys think was going to be hard, but it's actually pretty easy? They're probably taking care of the babies. But it's the babies? Yeah. yeah, the babies are pretty easy to, to maintain. So I thought that was going to be, actually, I thought that was going to be hard, too. Yeah, so with the, with the babies, I heard a lot of horror stories of, oh, I spent hours and hours cleaning the babies. So what we kind of do, I don't know if I can, I can't flip this camera around. Right? You can. I can, how? Okay, so. Basically, with the babies, is one of our baby rack enclosures. So what we do to try to make it easier is we keep this. This these guys were just eating right here. They were eating um, black soldier fly larvas. So these are a lot of our, some of our zeros that we have. So this is always going to be our feeder tank for the babies. So what we basically do is we'll come in the mornings, we'll feed them, we'll we'll throw them in, we'll throw whoever's up here down there. They'll eat. 
We'll start cleaning the cages, cleaning the cages. 15 minutes later, we'll grab these guys, put them back in their cages, and we'll grab these guys and put them in the feeding cage. They'll eat, they'll eat, they'll eat. We'll clean this cage, then we'll put them back in their enclosure. And like that, vice versa. The same thing with these guys. We'll grab these guys, we'll put them in the feeding cage, we'll clean their cage, da 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 da, da 15 minutes, then we'll come back and put them back in. That's what we feel that has been the best for us so far as to feeding them in their own cage and doing this and doing that. So, I mean, again, everybody has their own way. I think that's, that's what's worked for us when it comes to, to the babies, which is very tedious. So, question on that, because I've never, um, never seen that. I've never thought about doing that. What do you do, like, if they don't finish all their food? Do you just kind of dispose of those feeders or... Oh, no, they, they, no. So since it's empty and that. We'll just, we'll come and we'll hand pick them out and then we'll just get the, we'll get the feeders and we'll put them back with the group and that's it. We don't deal with crickets at all. Like, I don't like crickets. I, I. And we're back. Yeah, I don't know uh, what happened. It literally just said video ended in. Right. That's yeah, what it yeah, said. Yeah. Because it does not want to hit the certain time limit. No, but he's been doing this for a while. And it, it, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Yeah. Be. So uh, usually, like, they'll give you like an hour time limit if your account's yeah. not that old. But uh, this account's like six years old. I got way too many followers. Uh. So I don't know. It just literally just ended. Super weird. All right. So I disconnected from my Wi-Fi. So hopefully that'll uh, that'll help. John's over here on dial-up. <laughs> Can you guys hear me? I don't know if you guys even know what dial-up is, but that's <laughs> that might be. You guys might be too young for dial-up. Someone, John, someone already. Way too young. Someone earlier said he was on McDonald's Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's on some Starbucks Wi-Fi or something. <laughs> okay, guys. So before we get out of here and Instagram ruins uh, ruins my live, what are some future plans you guys have for Seven Galaxy Dragons? Definitely open up our virtual. Yeah, so so they have different plans. Um, we can, we had different, we have different ideas. It's not set in stone, but the end goal is to have our own location in Miami. We there are a few, uh, quite a few, but in our area there's not a lot. You have to drive about thirty minutes or twenty five minutes to get to the closest um, reptile store per se. And I feel like there's a big when it comes to the business side of things. Um, bearded dragons they come they buy it once maybe twice and that's it but like any reptile story where you make the money is on the feeders we also breed our own um, um, discoid roaches because we can't have dubio roaches here in Florida and as much as, as uh, people still do it in Florida uh, I, I try to teach my kids right from wrong and if the law is that we can't have um, dubio roaches then discoid roaches is where it's at we also have our super worms we have this and that and again, like when we got caught off, we don't do we don't do crickets. Um, we just we rather spend the extra money. And it and 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 I feel like we get to save like um, like he was asking that we can we can save the ones that have didn't that weren't eaten. We can go ahead and save them, continue to have them um, gut loaded or whatnot, and then on to the next cycle. It's so you it's guys a, add them back to like the original colony or whatever. You don't leave them for let them kind of go through another gut load process yeah because they'll just crawl up to the corner and then, then most of them will die and then you know that's that's a couple of hundred pennies right there that we lose <laughs> um yeah so i think people were john people were asking about that so do you have any more questions about the the feeding part <clears throat> no i think he just finished answering it it was just what do you do? Do you leave it for the next batch or whatnot? 
I mean, I I don't do don't put them in a different bin. Like whatever doesn't get eaten, and I'm, it's time for me to clean. I toss because you know I don't you know don't want contamination between clutches or whatever, just in case. So I was just wondering how you guys how you guys did that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, the adults obviously they get fed in their cage. Again, I just feel like that's the easiest way to feed, clean, feed and clean, and have everything just flow. I mean, these guys within the hour, right now again within the hour of them going before going to school, that's that's their project. Now we got to see what's going to happen as the clutches continue to the babies continue to. To grow. So, how many clutches I mean, have you guys um, had so far? Five. Five, Five clutches, we, and you, we've you had still already, have those. We have. A, I'm sorry. What was that? You still have those right now? Oh no, no, no. Uh, well, the ones that hatched in December, out of the 13, we have three left on our website, and then we have two holdbacks. And that's 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 it. Then the one that was because I'm reading the dates. I'm sorry because I have the dates also on all of them. Then the ones that were in January, I haven't posted them yet because they're about what a month and a, a month and change. So I don't think they're ready to be posted. And then the rest were hatched last week and this week. So they're definitely not ready. So you're just getting started for the season. Yeah. So since we took over seven Galaxy Dragons in October, we've had 13 sales. I mean, not 13 sales. I'm sorry. Give or take. I mean, the numbers are not there. I didn't write them down. But, yeah, give or take. Cool. And um, you guys have already produced Visual Zeros? Oh, yeah. We have that, that, that one tank that they were actually feeding now before we were getting. We have eight of them on in there. We have one and one, two whiblets. So, yeah. Eight zeros and two more. 30 guys, people asking me for it's just that I just don't I, I we don't do that yet because I just some want specific some wants you know this that and I just don't have the specifics on them yet so is there any specific business practices that you're trying to pass down to your sons um, through seventh galaxy by teaching them you know everything so the main the main thing that I love about this and the reason why we got into it is because I feel like schools use my language schools are a piece of shit sometimes and they don't teach these kids nowadays the things that 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 they need to survive in life which is you know good credit which is how to run an excel sheet how to speak correctly how to get over your fears how to step out of your comfort zone all these things that I was learned as an adult I'm trying to myself now like one of the goals I have as a father is uh, it's easy to give your kids everything you never have because I was born I mean I was raised very poor and now I consider myself you know I'm not a rich millionaire but I'm successful but it's easy to give your kids everything you never had but <laughs> everything you never knew and when you teach these kids everything you never knew I feel like you're giving them more than just money so that's what I'm trying to do to them I'm trying to educate them I'm trying to have them work hard try to show them everything that schools don't teach them and my parents never taught me at a young age, you know. God forbid I'm gone tomorrow, they have already a head start in life. Nice. Uh, so, boys, uh, can you guys both go grab um, and show us your favorite dragon? That was cool. They're ready to show off their favorite dragon. Well, I figured they looked like they were just itching to show something off. Yeah. There's all those cages behind them. Part of the live this. What are you getting, Beauty? It's a little In my dragon room right now because uh, for some reason my Wi-Fi is acting weird in there. Uh. John's trying to connect to the Starbucks next door. So this Right yeah. here, she's like a yellowish orange color. Here, let me let me get a closer. Give me one second. Here, come here. All right, so. All right, hold her up. Nice. Yeah, that one's. Is that a hypo trans? Correct. 
She's a yuck. She's uh and trans hypo. And then Daniel. So this one here, he came with a. Uh, again, we love all the dragons equally. It's not their fault or whatnot. So this one has a small underbite, but my son has fallen in love with Diablo. Um, no, so this is not. This is Diablo. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. Diablo. No, this is Drago. This is Drago. Oh no, yeah, this is Drago. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. But the one that he thought he was grabbing is actually Diablo, which is in here. So. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. Yeah, that one's nice. Is that a dunner? You can see the people have. All the no, this is. He has some crazy looking scales. Yeah. Yeah. He's a beast. And this is the first dragon we ever had. Um, obviously, she's. She's part of the family, so she'll never be sold, but she's just like a regular red hypo. But she's a sweetheart. She's a chunky. Yeah, she don't look like she want anything to do with you. <laughs> oh, no. I just, it's, it's already bedtime for them. I kind of turned on the lights a little bit later today because we knew we were going to do this. But by this time, they, they would be sleeping already. Nice. Oh, the, yeah, we got to start. Yeah, we got to start getting these guys up in their enclosures. But these, they were born three days ago, four days ago. This one looks pretty nice right there. So, yeah, that's a nice little head. Yep. And then all these right here. Now, I mean, I already had so many. Have... Go ahead. You had whiplets and zeros out of the the same clutch. So, did you have a head for Wiro in there? No. Let's see. Wait, let me turn it around. Sorry about that. Bruh. What are you doing? <laughs> nope, definitely surfing over there. That's a, that's a zero, right? Trans zero? Yes. But no, no wearables. It's and zeros out of the clutch, or was it two different clutches? So all these guys were in the same clutch. Okay, is so there, one of them was, there... uh, they were both hit for whiplets and zero, correct? But yes. The parents? Well, I don't so the wits in there. So these, I'll tell you the parents now. Uh, let me see. So this was Simba right here. So this is the father. He's a, he's, he's an asshole. <laughs> but <laughs> give me a second. So he is a uh, hypo leather, het zero wits trans. Zero leather wits. Okay. And yeah. then the mother. The what? I'm sorry. And then the mother is a hypo het zero wits trans. So keep an eye, <clears throat> keep an eye on those, on those that look like zeros because they might. Yeah, those could be wits because uh, hard. Yeah, so this is the mother right here. And you said she's hit for wit trans or wit yeah. hypo and she's a trans? Yeah, so when I when I when I was speaking with Ryan, um he was basically focusing on these morphs. So he had about ten or fifteen het zero wits trans females. Yeah, nice. so he was focusing on those. So that's why when I got this clutch, and again, um I'm I I I'm a phone call away. I just haven't bothered him. But sometimes when I don't know the, all the, the complete answers, and that's why I'm not, like, telling you guys, hey, this is a guarantee. Um, I'm still, like, waiting to get on a phone call with him and say, hey, look, this is everything, and he's going to give me a little bit more information on it. Um, and then, obviously, I try to wait for my kids to jump on there because almost everything that I do is is with my kids. I try to involve them. So, but, yeah, these guys, I mean, there's, like, a, there's there's some weird ones in here that they like that one over there does not look like a, a zero like it's more like a gummy bear That's so <laughs> zero look at the shoulder pads though so you could um identify you potentially could have a uh, wero in there right yeah yeah i've been i've been there's like two or three of them in here that don't have the black shoulder pads yet so i know he had told me to check check that out so it looks like a well, super those are nice clutch super good they're not yeah, most of our – all the females we have, which is one, two, three, four, five, 
six of our females are all het zero wits trans. Cool. Nice. I wish I had that many freaking head with zero trans in my collection. Yeah, I, 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 I've been seeing that a lot of people are looking for those. Also, um, the clutch that was just um, produced by the same male and another female, all of those are all white. They have, they have, um, they do have patterns, but they're all obviously, I believe, the genetic with zero trans if the mom and dad were that genetic. Nice. Um, so how many eggs do you guys have? Uh, have you had late? How many clutches have you guys had late since you've started working the business? Five. Five. Oh, clutches. Oh, in the incubator. How many do we have? Now? Like 12, 15 or something. Like 12 or 15. Yeah, I know we had at one point, I mean, 20 and we've had five already had, so. Yeah, we'll have about 15 hey, start starting off with some big numbers you guys are gonna have a great year yeah and we have two right now in the late bin so we'll see it like i say it's been it's been hitting the ground running learning having ryan with formerly galaxy dragons right there by our sides them we're learning every day and i hear that people have been breeding for 20 years and they're still learning so it's oh, yeah. we're really into so it's it's very enjoyable all right, guys, everybody in the chat, I'm going to give you guys like five minutes if you guys have got any questions before we uh, let them all go. Uh, if you got any questions, ask them now. Um, uh, I have a one more question. And that was... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You guys said you had a few other reptiles, right? Uh, I just wanted to know what other reptiles do you guys keep um, besides the bearded dragons? Like, what are the fun reptiles that you keep? Well, um, I had turtles. I actually have a Pac-Man frog. He has crested gecko. Um, we have our, our, our community iguanas. <laughs> 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 uh, you, guys ever, uh, you guys ever catch wild iguanas out there? Last week we had we hit about sixty degrees, maybe fifty-five degrees here in Miami, and we had all oh, they were all they they say it's rainy iguanas in Miami. So what happens to them is that they they freeze up and they just fall off the trees. So you can literally drive and see corner iguanas all over. And we li we live on the lake, so we have iguanas everywhere. Yeah, they'll come alive again. They don't die, but yeah. They just—it's funny just driving around and seeing one. That's, That's funny. Crazy. It's like pigeons to us out here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like homeless people out here. Come over here. We have them. We have them for free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Seventh Galaxy still selling the company? No. Uh, that man, you just missed the whole podcast. Like. Yeah. Uh, whoever asked that, please please go back to the beginning and watch the whole podcast over. Because that's literally what the whole podcast was. Okay. All right, guys. It's 7 o'clock. I'm going to let Robert and his kids get up out of here. It is 10 o'clock at night over there. You know? Uh, so thank you guys for staying up late. And it's a school night. So I appreciate you guys. Um, it was amazing talking to you. You guys have some great goals and ambitions. Uh I hope to see nothing but, you know, good things come to the future of 7th Galaxy Dragons. It sounds like you guys uh, have a good game plan, more organized than me already. And you've, you know, you've only been in it six months, but it sounds like you're exceeded expectations already. So thank you. I appreciate you guys coming on, John. Of course, it's always a pleasure having you on the podcast. And uh, thank you. you know, if you guys are ever looking for some reds, my guy right here, John, you might want to talk to him. He's professional. I know I'm red zone reptiles, but it was literally only because I came up with a saying that said, if you want to score a touchdown, you got to go through red zone reptiles. You know, like, the only way to score a touchdown is red zone, guys. But John at Extreme Dragons always has some beautiful reds, uh, Chinese imports, anything you're looking for, my guy hook you up. 
Um, especially, you know, maybe a little trades for some zeros or some heads. Sounds like you guys got a ton of babies. We'll work something out. Uh, but appreciate you guys coming on the podcast. Thank you guys for giving me an hour of your time. Um, I'll let you guys say goodbye to. All right, go ahead. Bye, bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you guys for, for everything. And um, just to go out with a bang, we are going to be doing our first giveaway pretty soon. So make sure you follow 7th Galaxy Dragons and go ahead and do everything. That giveaway, and we will have something. There you guys go. Go get awesome. uh, Seven Galaxy Dragons a follow and Extreme Dragons uh, Arizona. Have a good night, guys. Thank you, Thank guys, you. for everything.